up, bitches! God, Tuesday? Is today Tuesday? Today's Tuesday. I'm a work from home, man. So I don't even know. I'm a yeah, work from home with a new kid, so I don't know what day it ever is. Every day, it's always Monday at 6 a.m. There you me. go. So I don't really, I'm not saying that in a complaining way. I'm yeah. old too, so I'm home all the time, so I don't care. So I go to bed early anyway, and, yeah. I, and I wake up early because of him. So it, not, yeah. not too much has changed, but yeah. I've, uh, I've managed to adapt to the baby lifestyle. I think that I think that's the key. I think you have to have a kid for me at least. You have to have a kid when you're older and you already don't like leaving. Anyway. Okay. I, so future, just in case that's <laughs> on your mind, you know, wait till you hit like a certain age when you're just like when everything kind of hurts and yeah, every meal makes that, you want to go to sleep. That's when you have that, a kid. That, that's the time to do that's it. That's the time it. to have a kid, I, I man. I like it. I like it. I like it. Well, uh, Darian, yes. Tom, thanks for coming, buddy. Yes, of course. Yeah. I appreciate you having me. You actually, I, I gotta say, we actually got this scheduled pretty quickly. Um, yeah. It's and it's not that that doesn't happen, but my last two I talked to for easily four months. <laughs> That's the hardest thing because everyone's got. Well, even you don't really have like a nine to five. No, yeah. So uh, I'm a little more flexible than the average person, and you know, I I was I think I don't know if I was on my way to L.A. or if I was in L.A. or Vegas one of the time when you you were about out. to leave. Okay, I was about yeah. to leave. Yeah. So uh, you know, I had to push it a little bit, but but yeah. Excited to be here. Yeah, I'm yeah, no, I'm glad you here. came. So, excited to be here. Um, I came across, I don't know, probably because we just know and follow some of the same people. So, And then mm-hmm. that's how I do kind of come across like a, a reel or a video is yeah. we just kind of know some of the same people or someone will tag. And, and then it just happens. And I came across one of your videos. And these videos are getting a little bit more common. Uh-huh. And interviews like this are yes. getting a little bit more common, like like talking about like the things that you talk about. And yeah. I, I I want you to explain it, but I do want to because the the verse video I saw of yours was the one I was just telling you about before we started. It's when you, <laughs> I, I don't know the numbers exactly, but I think you basically grabbed someone on the street and said, uh-huh. "Would you rather have I think it was five million dollars or a penny doubled every day for a month?" Yes, and the look of sheer not <laughs> the look of just kind of like panic on the person's face as if you even really have the money it's right there yeah, available yeah exactly right but like you know sometimes you know people get like confronted with something like that mm-hmm. and there's obviously the apprehension you're like i don't want to say the wrong answer and then yeah. you're just like wow i feel like it should be five million but why would he ask this question if it's not it's 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 a thinking financial you know and it's just and i sat i paused your video and started adding it up <laughs> and i couldn't find a fast way to do it so i just <laughs> times everything for 30 times yeah yeah so what um how do you get started doing that well fa- let's start are you from the area yeah so i uh, actually i i born in cleveland okay. uh, i grew up in Elyria, um and uh, went to kent state university okay and then i uh, moved to las vegas so i was in las vegas for about six years uh lived out there worked out there got my kind of real estate career started in uh, las vegas then came back to cleveland in 2018 Okay. Um, yeah. So I, you know, in five years coming up, you know, July of 2018 is when I moved back. So okay. Yeah. Vegas and all that's just different monster across the board, huh? I tell you what, man. It, you know, I definitely encourage you know everybody to try it out once. Just go there once. I mean, I continue to go back. You know, obviously lived there for six years, and I go. I always, you know, at least once a year. But I think this year I'm coming up on three times I went. So yeah, oh, yeah. I I love it. 
Love the city, love the energy. Just uh, love the just the ideas that I get, you know, from from going to a city like that. Well, uh, why Vegas? Why did you originally move there? You know, so uh, it was funny when I, you know, I was, I want to say it was like three or four months away from graduating college, and I had a friend of mine, and she said, "Hey, you know what? You would be good at, you would be good at being a nightclub promoter." I said, I, "Okay, no idea what that is, but you know, let's let's look into this, right?" So she's like, I have a friend of mine who does it, you know, you should reach out to him and see if you can go out there and shadow him and potentially, you know, go out there after college. I'm like, all right, let me, you know, let's see, right? Let's, let's see where this goes. So I reached out to him, got back to me right away. Like, Hey, yeah, you should fly in and just do an interview. Right. So I flew into, you know, Las Vegas first time on a plane, uh, you know, went to the bathroom, left my, uh, my, my suitcase like out at the terminal or at the, uh, you know, the, yeah, the terminal, uh, you know, learn that, uh, you can't do that. Um, yeah, big no, no. Right. Uh, but, you know, got on the plane, flew there. Uh, just basically the guy was like, hey, yeah, sorry, man. There's uh, you know, we don't have any spots for you. I said, hey, you know, you know, phone call would have been nice instead of me, you know, you know, traveling 2000 miles. But uh, just loved it out there. Loved the energy. And actually, at the time, I had won uh, Kent State's Funniest Student in 2010. Um, yeah. So I you know, was doing a little bit of comedy at the time. I'm like, hey, this is kind of perfect. It's, you know, four hours away from Las Vegas, uh, Los Angeles. I can, you know, go back and forth there. I'm sure there's some comedy bars and, you know, oh, uh, yeah, Las yeah. Vegas. You know, let, let's see where this goes. So I kind of had my mindset. I'm going out there regardless. It's just a matter of I just got to find a job, you know, to, to go out there and do it. So Hey, I mean, that's, I mean, doing that stuff, like, I, I think I missed my window. Um, <laughs> I definitely missed my Vegas window. Yeah. Because um, when I was younger, I turned down a couple trips out there because okay. I was like, I don't behave well here. Yeah. I feel like Vegas would be, and now I'm like, I feel like I'd just be too tired. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. But I mean, my, uh, I know a lot of people that have gone that still go several times and, you know, they say a lot of the same stuff. They're like, you know, you, you got to kind of forget the movie bullshit that you mm-hmm. see. Yeah. There's a lot of shit out there way beyond just, you know, gambling and getting wasted. Yes. Like there's a lot of real, like my, my mom used to go all the time, would drag my dad there. My uh-huh. dad, was not a dude that you would be like, yeah, you've been to Vegas, you yeah. liked it. He was not into. It. He came back. He's like, man, the shows I saw out there, Joe. Oh yeah. He's like, it's so, it's just, it's so impressive. It's oh, just, yeah. it's just, it's not. He's like, there is a way, a huge world outside of just what you see in like a movie or a TV show. Oh yeah, no, one hundred percent. And you know, I was able to see kind of both aspects of it. You know, obviously living out there, working out there, and whatnot, working in the nightclub industry. You know, at that, you know, so I kind of saw that city worked but what really changed my mindset was just like you know how successful people actually are in this world right you know just growing up in cleveland you know going to kent state you don't get exposed to a whole lot of just you know unique business aspects and unique business opportunities right you know where uh, you know people are owning you know companies that are making millions and millions of dollars right so you go to a city like las vegas where you know it's just expensive and it just you know it's it's you know america's playground right and you're exposed to that. You're talking to these people. You're having these high-level conversations of, you know, yeah, I'm I'm here for seven days, you know, at, at you know a hotel that costs four hundred dollars a night, you know. And then my mind starts thinking, wait a minute, how is this possible? You know, I, do you have to call your boss and and you know keep requesting you know time off? And it's like I am the boss, right? So. It's, it, I, I definitely recommend it. Um, it's just, it's just such a unique city, just the West coast in general, you know, I mean, it, it's just, it's such a different way of life, you know, than, you know, from the Midwest. And, and I think that's what I enjoyed. And that's what kind of keeps me going back is just that mindset of, of, you know, not really turning it off ever, you yeah. know? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. The, um, 
I, I've noticed that in a couple different ways. I've noticed that obviously city to city, west coast to east coast, country to country. Yeah. Like you ever been up to Canada? Yes, I've been up to Canada. They don't yeah. think all like super highly of us. Yeah. <laughs> they're not mean at all. In fact, they're incredibly <laughs> friendly unless it's like uh, unless we are talking about hockey. Yeah. Then they're just like us. Yeah. Yeah. But um. Uh, my, I remember I used to have to go up to Toronto and Montreal a lot for okay. work. So I, every other month I was in one of those cities. Okay. And I mean, you talk about just a different world. I uh-huh. mean, those places, I highly recommend. And from here, that's like a four-hour, half-hour drive. Four yeah. and a half hours. Yeah, it's so I bad. recommend it's anyone Toronto. doing that. But they, um, how quickly they switch when they find out you're in. I remember being out with a client dinner, and they put down my meal in front of me. And the waiter, I don't know why he said this, was just like, if you can finish that, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> and I'm like looking at it, I'm like, why? And then my client is sitting across me. He looks at the waiter and goes, oh, he's from the States. And the waiter's like, oh, never mind. You'll be fine. <laughs> like, never mind. You guys are all just fat idiots. <laughs> but like West Coast, same thing. Like West Coast versus, and I've, man, some of the cities, like I love San Diego. Yeah. You know, it's just a place that I loved, loved, mm-hmm. love hanging out in. San Francisco back in the day, I was not really much now. Uh, but I loved, I, I love the weather. I love the people out there and how kind of go with the flow, cool and yet ambitious they all mm-hmm. were. Yes, it, it was a different kind of mindset. You know, oh yeah, in, for sure. In, in the California specifically, where a lot of them were pretty chill, and I really liked watching like any sporting event out there. Yeah, because no one's from there, mm-hmm. so you see just like a sea of different jerseys and like eight people are cheering when something happens because yeah. no one's really from there. <laughs> exactly. Um, in South, yeah. obviously, is a little bit different. Too. Yeah, like in, in a lot of different ways, food, everything. It's just so it is wild. I've I've, I've dug traveling and, and and checking new places out, but ultimately, I've just always really kind of just dug it here for a lot of reasons. So yeah. so why did you come back? Yeah, you know, so I was honestly coming back quite a bit. Uh, you know, big Putin Bay guy. Uh, loved Christmas in July um, in Kent State. I would always go to homecoming. Um, you know, just traveling back for friends and family. And honestly, to be honest, you know, I think I'm a pretty outgoing person. You know, just you know me personality wise, and obviously working in a nightclub. But you know, I just it was hard to find like genuine people out there. Honestly. Um, you know, you just, you know, people mistake your kindness for a weakness. And then after a while you kind of stop opening up to people. Right. And realistically, right. You know, being from Midwest, obviously I wanted the family. I wanted, you know, kids, I wanted that. And I just, you know, kind of looking around and and checking. All right. Well, I'm at the nightclub till 3am, you know, on, you know, Friday night, Saturday night, and, you know, arguably Thursday night. Right. So, you know, it'd be hard to kind of, you know, balance that life with, you know. You take kids to a playground. You don't raise them. You know, and that's, you know, so there's that. And then I'm I'm a big hockey guy, right? I grew up playing ice hockey, played in college, still play quite a bit now. And, and that's, you know, something that I would like to put into my child's life, obviously, if they want it, right? So, you know, and you practice at, you know, 5, 6 a.m. sometimes. You're traveling quite a bit on the weekends, you know. So I knew, like, all right, eventually – I'm going to have to, you know, switch and, 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 you know, take a turn somewhere and, and make this life that I want in order, you know, to have this family, to leave a legacy versus just, you know, kind of work in a nightclub and, and, and whatnot. So. Well, then you got the other thing, which we're really going to dig into is cost of living. Call, yes. I mean, exactly. cost of living. I mean, you, you, you and I can pull out our phones right now, pull up Instagram and mm-hmm. not really even search, mm-hmm. wait about 30 or 40 seconds. And you're going to see that that comes up like. You know, two hundred thousand dollars, or no, we'll up it up. Uh, Seven hundred thousand dollars in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Seven hundred thousand yeah, yeah, dollars, exactly in, right. Yeah, you know, in Austin. Yeah, and it's, I mean, seven hundred thousand dollars here. I mean, you and I can get a 
pretty sweet little mini mansion in Lakewood, <laughs> yeah, like over yeah, on Lake Road, yeah. out on Rocky River, Avon. Yeah, oh, yeah. 700,000. I mean, this house right here is probably 800,000 if you put it in Austin. Yeah. And I know because I've looked. Yeah. <laughs> I just look for like yeah. the dimensions and like the bedrooms. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. This house is like 1,600 square feet. Yeah. Out there. Yeah. It's like 800 grand, maybe yeah. more now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, and that's the thing. You know, I, I, I'm a realtor myself and, and landlord myself. So, yeah, the, the real estate market is very interesting. You know, it's, it's interesting. And, you know, obviously there, there's a cause and effect, right? Supply and demand. That's the most, you know, important thing that goes into obviously real estate, right? And I think what people, aren't really taken into consideration is like, you know, how COVID really kind of threw a monkey wrench into everything, you know, yeah. and, and jumped us back about, let's call it four months of people who were able to buy, not able to buy. Right. So, you know, I was kind of, the, the analogy that I use is just imagine, you know, you have, you know, a hundred people, you know, who were trying to buy one house, right. Whatever, you know, that, that's, you know, how that demand creates. Well, COVID kind of stopped those a hundred people from buying, but guess what? People are still moving on with their lives, right? So then now that 100 people, well, it's times that by four. So now 400 people are ready to buy that one. And I just don't think we've caught up yet. Um, and that's why you're seeing such a demand in housing is because people are ready to move. But, you know, with you know interest rates rising, a lot of people are like, why would I get rid of a 3% interest rate, a 4% interest rate, you know, um, when we could just stay here? Um, and the other people are like, well, you know, we're in an apartment. We want to, you know, start paying you know into a mortgage or something along those lines so i think that's why you're starting to see these prices just rise so rapidly um not only from that but also to look at what the stock market did look at what you know uh, uh you know crypto did right i mean i think real estate is one of those things where you can for the most part control it you know as much as you can it's very hard to you know control you know what uh tesla is going to do right like you know god forbid you know elon musk you know wakes up uh, you know, it, you know, and does something stupid that just tanks the stock, right? You can't control that, right? But for the most part, you can't control who you put in your house. You can't control, you know, how much you fix up your house. You know, you can't control where you buy. So there's a little bit of control there. Obviously, you can't, you know, control the external factors of, you know, who your neighbors essentially are, um, yeah. you know, and different and what they do, you know, and what signs they decide to put up and whatnot. But for the most part, you can control a lot of real estate. And I think that's why a lot of people are looking at that. Um, and even these big hedge funds, too, you know, they're, you know, a 10, you know, a 5% return is, is still a 5% return, you know, regardless of it's, you know, in the stock market, or if it's in real estate, you ask an average, you know, investor that it's like, you know, a real estate investor, that's a terrible return on money. But when you're managing a, a $10 billion fund, and you know, and you're and you can get your clients 5% back, it's like, hey, yeah, I'll take that all day yeah, long. 5% of, you know, 10 billion or 5% yeah. of 10,000 is very different. Yeah, exactly. The 10,000, you'll be like, I mean, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. 10 billion, like, shit. Yeah, exactly. I'll live right? off interest. Exactly, you know? exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's a, uh, I think, um, and, and well, the other thing about that, most people are just aren't savvy. No, yeah. Um, we're, and we're yes. not. I mean, we're just not. You know, that's yeah. why we have money managers mm -hmm. and, and investors and and, and financiers because we don't know. Like, we can't spend all day tracking what may or may not have a good return, and even then, you can't control it. I'm no shit. Someone just sent this to me. You know, because I get hit up a lot 
you know, at, you know, whatever for a lot of goofy stuff. Thing. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I look like somebody that wants to sell jewelry, <laughs> so I get that about once every two weeks. Like you'd be perfect for this. I'm like, no, I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't even know what carbon jewelry is. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so someone was just like, uh, hey, because of like your financial background, I'm like, I, how do you know my finance? All mm-hmm. right, whatever, I'll play. Yeah. And uh, she eventually was just like, it was it was crypto. And okay. She's trying to get me into crypto. I'm like, nah, I'm not into it. Yeah. I'm not into crypto. Uh, Obviously, I'm aware of what's happened in the last 12 months. I'm aware mm-hmm. of what is still going on mm-hmm. with uh, Sam Bankman-Fried, I think is his name. Um, NFTs, I don't really trust. No one can accurately or at least convincingly explain to me what an NFT does and why I should buy one. <laughs> and then I was like, also, it's not regular. Like Any finance guy that I know all says the same thing. They're like, we've looked into it. Mm-hmm. It's just we can't recommend it because yeah. you can't con- – It. I mean, you think invest- investing in general obviously is a gamble. This is a massive gamble, and yeah. we really don't know what's going to happen oh, with yeah. it. And we just saw, you know, what was it, 36 billion reasons yeah. you know, a couple months ago as yep. to why oh, you yeah. maybe want to stay clear of crypto. And now people are coming out there like – people have written books about this. Like, no, this is a – there's a pyramid scheme, essentially. Yeah, no, and that's the thing too, right? You know, any sort of investment is risk tolerance, yeah. right? And especially, there's no safe investment. That's what I try to explain to people. Mm. Obviously, you know, you can go into, you know, put money in savings account, and obviously live off your interest, right? It, you you can do that, but you have to have like an exponential amount of money in order for that to even like make sense, even right? It, yeah. So, and you know, and that, and that's the thing too, like. I think the average person, right? Like, obviously, everybody wants to invest to make more money, right? They want to, you know, quote unquote, Robert Kiyosaki. I want my money to make money for me while I sleep, right? But people don't think. I don't think a lot of people understand what that actually means, and and how much risk, you know, that's sometimes associated, you know, with that, right? And especially when it comes to, you know, and I'm going to keep, you know, segueing back to real estate because that's just what I know no, best, no, no. right? And that's what relates, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I mean, there's just so many, I mean, again, you know, I am a landlord. I have 10 units myself, right? The 10 units, that's 10 different tenants, right? 10 different personalities, you know, 10 hot water tanks, 10 furnaces, you know, 10, you know, refrigerators, 10, you know, so you have a lot of moving parts, you know, that are going on. And a lot of times you just have to have that, you know, I always say, don't mistake my kindness for a weakness, but, you know, understand that, you know, if something's broken, I'll fix it. So there's a lot of like figuring out, right? Like when you do invest, like what is your risk tolerance, right? Like somebody could call me right now and be like, hey, Darian, like I need a thousand dollars because, you know, the fridge is broke and, a, and, it's, and it's boom, right? Home Depot, I'm going to make that phone call. So a lot of people are like, ah, well, you know, how long can I, you know, make this last for? I don't have to spend this money. It's like, you know, eventually I learned, right? Like, it, listen, just spend it now you know, and, and, you know, get rid of it. And I think that's one thing people need to ask themselves, like, am I okay with losing a thousand dollars? Like literally right now, if somebody has called and said, Hey, yeah, just give up a thousand dollars. That's like, essentially it, what it is. Yeah, literally. Like you have to be okay with that. And like, ask yourself, are you okay with that? Like, this is no BS. Like this is no like joke, like ask yourself that. And if you're not okay with that right now, maybe investing isn't the right time to do it. Because again, even with crypto, right? You literally wake up, you're at 5,000 and boom, you wake up the next, you're, you know, you wake up the next day, you're at four. You just lost a thousand dollars in a matter of six hours. Well, in and some cases, literally four. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And like, like that and, can happen. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like, you know, understanding like investing is a great thing. I think everybody, you know, should look into investing, but I don't think everybody has the literally the risk tolerance to invest. Um, and, and yeah. Yeah, I think I I completely agree. I uh, I don't know. I, well, I, of course, it was 2019. It was right before everything really fell apart. Yeah, I 
have this guy at Chase, and and he's who I do my investment. And by the by that I mean I give him money, and he does investing. I don't know what I'm doing, and I don't have the time. Yeah. Um. I never really saw anything on it. Yeah. I, you know, I you know it'd go for I don't, don't want to say the amount, but like you know it was this amount, and then mm-hmm. at you know I had at one point I'd lost six thousand dollars. Yeah. Wow. And I was like, fuck. Like I could deal with fluctuation, but I'm like, ah, that's a little more than I was. Yeah. And, and, but he's a good guy and he's preemptive. He was like, Hey man, everyone lost money. Yeah. This Mm -hmm. is not a, we're not picking on you. Mm -hmm. Literally everyone lost money. And and until this thing kind of, and this shit ripes itself, it's just, unfortunately, it eventually, you know, even back out, Mm -hmm. made a little bit extra, but I'm just like. I'm just not seeing anything out of yeah. this. And then, then you start looking at the money managers and mm-hmm. those accounts, and mm-hmm. then, then I start having like five percent is still better than what I've been watching exactly, for a couple right. of years. And I know it's not his fault, but it's also, I think, on the the investment side, it's just there's always going to be something. Obviously, no one planned on COVID, mm-hmm. but then it, it, things start kind of riding the, the the ship, and then you know people don't. A lot of people don't think that, you know, when we're closing in on an election, when we're 12 months months out from an election, that also throws things for oh, a, yeah, a wrench. 100%. People don't know what's going to happen. Exactly, right. And that's what we're dealing with right now. Yes, yes. Is that we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. I don't know. I am so excited, terrified to watch <laughs> what's going to happen in the next 12 months because yeah. I'm just like, I'm just like everyone else. Uh-huh. I'm like, are these really the only two we yeah. can find anywhere? Yeah. There's people in Cleveland that are better. Let Bib get up there. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly, right? You know? I mean, are these really the only two? But I think that that adds to the volatility. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. Do we, are we going to go with this guy that I think has just been indicted for the fourth time? Mm-hmm. I think he was indicted in Georgia today. Yeah, literally, literally just, today. Yeah, I just I just saw on the news. Yeah, he got indicted so, today. Um, yeah, and it, it's, it's or the other guy it, who can't say indictment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah know? right. I mean, it's it's a scary time. Yeah, no, it, it, it. Yeah, no, it definitely is. And you know, I'm I'm one of those you know people who kind of just focus on what I can focus on. And Agreed. and but you know, and this is not to really knock you know people or whatnot, but the average person. You know, I, I have a saying, uh, you know, uh, I think the, the average person lacks common sense, right? And I think sometimes it's very easy to be a follower. It's very easy to, you know, that mob mentality, okay, everybody's doing it, so I'm going to do it as well. You know, and I try not to have that. I try not to, you know, develop opinions, you know, based upon that as well, you know. And when it comes to, you know, political stuff, which I you don't really touch on too, too much, but when it comes to political stuff and, 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 you know, just overall in general, you can see it, right? Like people literally are just – Okay, why did you go this way? Oh, you know, and they, in a roundabout way without saying it, I'm going because everybody else is doing yeah. it, right? Um, no one knows. Th- yeah, it, yeah. The videos it, you do, the other very common one that I see, and they can do this to anyone on the left side or the right side, uh-huh. is they're going to say, I'm going to read you a quote. You tell me how terrible this is. Yeah. And then they read them the quote, like, that's terrible. Like, that's the guy you voted yeah, for. Yeah, exactly, like, right. Oh, God, he said that? Yeah. Well, I'm still going that way, though. Because <laughs> yeah, we don't pay attention to that yeah, stuff. We just don't. Uh, yeah. I mean, Political is investing. You know, yeah. we're really it, guessing. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, exactly, right. And and you know, if I could segue kind of into the videos and kind of why I got yeah. started, right. So, you know, I I started in October, literally just last year, right. I want to say it's like late October, October. So you know, creeping up on it on a year. Um, you know, I, I've been doing these things called "Listen Up, You May Learn Something Today" videos for probably a good ten years now. What I would do, I would just you know 
put a topic, right? Real estate, you know, uh, investing, savings, you know, dating, whatever it was, right? And I would just kind of go off and just on a tangent. I wouldn't have anything written down. Literally, it's just like, you know, what I would think about, I would just say, regurgitate, you know, so it wasn't cliff notes or anything. So, I, you know, maybe five minutes, 10 minutes sometimes. So, you know, I'm like, man, I, you know, I wasn't really getting traction with it, but I'm like, I, I like doing this, you know, but I feel like, you know, I, I, I'm called, you know, maybe, maybe I have a, a, a gift, I guess, you know, whatever. Um, and, but I feel like I, I could be doing this at a higher level. You know, I feel like I could be reaching more people with this, you know, just because of my life experiences and living in Las Vegas and, and whatever, playing hockey and traveling and real estate and doing all this stuff, right? I feel like I can at least educate people on some stuff. So it was, I was doing a real estate deal last year and I was, oh man, it was, it was a tough one. It was a tough one. And, um, I'm like, you know what, man, there's, I, I gotta have some sort of hobby, some sort of outlet, you know, that I can kind of look forward to and, and kind of do something. Cause real estate's great, but like anybody who's in real estate, they'll tell you it's a roller coaster, it's right? And, and like literally when you wake up, it, I don't know if you're gonna be up top or if you're gonna be down low, right? Like it's literally say, hey, I'm a, I'm, a, you know, I'm just a firefighter, just putting out fires. That's literally all I do all day long. So, um, but anyway, so I'm like, you know what? I, I, I wanna try something new. Obviously, I've seen these, you know, a man on the street, you know, type, you know, interviews. And, you know, one, uh, one thing that really attracted, one person that really attracted me to this was uh uh dan oh man he the you know what do you do for a living um i forget his name on instagram of course can't even think of it i'm gonna think of it later but anyway he, he asked people you know in expensive cars what do you do for a living it's like, yeah, that's a cool concept right so i'm like but it, you know mine has always kind of been around mindset motivation different things like that you know so i i kind of put you know, I do like a kind of like a planner, almost like a daily planner. I write stuff I need to get done. And I, I really wrote on there. It said, change your life. Literally, that's what I wrote in my like planner. It said, change your life this day. And I had a, a date on it. And I knew I was going to go to Ohio City. And I didn't know what was going to happen. I had a mic. Just going to ask people, hey, what motivates you? And I didn't write anything down. I was just like, these questions are just going to come to me. I have a general idea. And I just started it, right? And I never get the never forget the first person I interviewed. Um, her name was Riley, and she's like you know actually pretty you know big and clean. And I had no idea, right? And and it went very well. She gave you know very good answer. They asked like three questions, gave very good answer. Like all right, let me try this again. You know, so I asked I think about four or five people, and I was pretty receptive, right? You know, I was getting you know really good answers. Um, so that worked out, but I was more of just, you know, Hey, what, what motivates you? What is your why? You know, and just more of like very kind of, I guess, personal questions. Right. But in today's, you know, social media, quote unquote, people don't care about other people, you know, what somebody else's why typically is right. Like they're more concerned about, you know, kind of like, okay, I'm curious about this answer because I don't know it, you know, or I want to feel like I can contribute because nobody's going to, you know, put on the, in the comment section, what their why is, yeah. you know, and it's just, it, it's usually a personal wanna, thing, yeah. you know? So anyway, I was doing that for a while. Um, went out to Boston, you know, visited a buddy, but kind of did a four state trip. Um, went to Las Vegas, did it a couple of times. And, um, then I kind of, you know, and this is what I, my, my biggest, you know, like try to tell people all the time, right. It's just like, do it, like literally just do it. Like, don't like try to, there's no perfect time to start something, right? Like, Hey, I want to start a podcast, start it. Like, well, I don't have to start it. It like, literally, it doesn't matter. Don't post it then just like start it, have a friend over, ask him whatever. You're like, Hey, I want to just start it. Like you're never going to have that like perfect thing. Um, you know, but I just kept going and I kept learning just little nuggets 
you know, as I, you know, went, I went to uh, uh, Baltimore and this is like one of the biggest nuggets that I got was, you know, what I would do is I would be stationary and I would have, you know, my tripod. Um, and it was, it was good, but people would have to come up to me. Yeah. And then when I was in Baltimore, I, I walked around with it and it was just, it was like a game changer just because like anybody who knows, and I have like a background in, you know, obviously nightclub promotions. So like asking people like, Hey, do you want to come to the club tonight? You know, and just getting it like a 95% no rate. Right. <laughs> you know, like it's just how it happens. So like, I'm, I'm used to like, just asking people, Hey, do you want to, you know, be in a quick TikTok interview? Right. Like it, it's still, you know, probably a good, like 70% no in Vegas. It's like a 90% no. Um, you know, but I just, I started doing that and just kind of learned, you know, taught myself as I went and, and what questions are resonating, what people want to hear and kind of still staying true to what I want, you know, the message that I want to get across, right? Like, of course, if I want to just go out there and be like, hey, like, what is your body count, right? Like that video probably would go very viral, you know, but it's not the message that I'm, you know, trying to put across. You know, I have nieces and nephews, you know, that I want to watch this. I have, you know, high yeah. school kids that I want to, you know, to, to watch this and, and understand. Like, again, I don't just do this, you know, as a hobby. Like, this is something that I take very serious. And it's something that, like, also, too, I'm passionate about, too. You know, like, I really enjoy it. And I really enjoy, you know, hearing people's reactions. And kind of going back to, like, why I ask the questions that I ask. You know, and it's, you know, and not, like, sometimes, like, the comment sections just go crazy, right? I've had some videos that have done very well. Um, I think my biggest one was, like, six and a half million, you know? So you can imagine, like, the comment section on that. You know, another one did 3.3, another one 1.5, right? So they're, they're doing well, so I just can't keep up with the comments, but I'll see some of the comments, right? And, you know, and I think that was what's tough for me. It's just, like, I know my true intentions, but, and again, it's, it's just strangers, right? They don't know my true intentions, so it's like, oh, it's just clickbait. He's just doing this to make people look stupid, and this, this, and that. And that, that was the ones that kind of resonated with me, because, like, that's the last thing I want to do is, like, make somebody look terrible, you know, but also at the same point in time, too, like, what, what I'm trying to get people to understand is, like, you know, longevity of money, you know? Um, taking $100,000 up front is that, you know, it sounds good today, you know, but what if you got that, you know, in a, some sort of payment plan or you just waited a year and you got a bigger lump sum? Um, you know, so a lot of that, it's just kind of, you know, financial literacy is, is big and, and what a lot of times happens off camera and, you know, and I don't obviously put this on because I literally have a minute, you know, reel to, to, you know, fit all this information in is I tell them like, hey, listen, you know, this is a penny doubled over the course of, you know, 30 days is, you know, whatever it is, 3.5 or whatever the number is, you know, so yeah, it's, it's, but nobody gets it, right? Like nobody's that good. At, I mean, there are people out there who are that good at math, but I'm not expecting anybody to understand it. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? th th that is. You know, there's so, a lot of yeah. parallels to, to th there's a lot of parallels to those questions that you mm -hmm. ask in I'm guessing a lot of the answers that you get, which a lot of one is, I'll take the money up front. Correct, yes. It's an instant gratification, which Correct. is a lot of what social media is. Yes, 100%. You know, and, and that's that's not a fault, really, of anybody. I think it's just, I think a lot of us are kind of hardwired that way. Yeah. And, I mean, I mean, imagine this in, in the real sense. Mm -hmm. You know, if someone's like, hey, man, you know, do you want $100,000 or do you want this that's doubled? And you're like, I don't know if that's going to double, and it's, Four thousand dollars, or it's two hundred thousand exactly. dollars. So, do I want to risk losing ninety six thousand dollars, or should exactly. I just take the hundred? So, I understand the train of thought. Yes. But, and you go, everyone's going to take away what they're going to take away from it. Mm -hmm. I never, I didn't take anything away as you were trying to make anyone. So, I think a lot of people that were on the video that they have the panicked and also amused <laughs> reaction. They're just like, "Oh my god, I don't know what the right answer is." You know, yeah. it's it's not a it's not the body count question where you're mm -hmm. actually trying, you want someone to either get upset 
to go viral mm-hmm. or to start an argument to go viral mm-hmm. or say an astronomical yeah, number yeah, yeah, to go exactly viral. Right. Like that, that's not yeah. – that, that I didn't take that. I'm not saying that anybody's going to take the same thing that I did. Obviously, mm-hmm. in your comments, they yeah. did not. <laughs> yeah. But I took it as just that. I'm just like – and that's why I've been – just kind of really, uh, uh, we were talking a little bit before we recording, I've been kind of obsessed with finance. And yeah. then when you have a kid, you get a little bit more obsessed mm-hmm. because I'm not savvy. You know, mm-hmm. I, I do, you know, five or six different things that I, I know I should be doing. I, yeah. I'm sure I can do more, but I, I'm just not equipped. Like we talked about, yes, I have a Robinhood account. Yes, I have an Acorns account. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, like, I don't know, like a, a backup savings account for yeah. like rainy day shit. Yeah. Hopefully I never use it. You know, like when I get paid, I mean, we call it envelope day. It's because I start putting money aside yeah, yeah. for shit that's coming out. Like I've been in, again, I'm not saying this is the way to do it, but it's the only way I know how. Like I can't, I don't ever want to be caught in a bad situation, Yeah, you know, where where I can't do something or, yeah. or, or I have to do something and I'm, I'm in a really bad financial way. You know, like I, it's a dumb example, but there's a concert in November that I want to go to. I've been saving since April, (laughs) you know, because I'm like, I don't know how much tickets are going to be. Maybe my wife and I can make a night of it. So I'm putting Mm -hmm. like $20 a paycheck aside. Yeah. And it, but that's just what you do when you're a little bit older. But that's how I think about things. Yeah. But then I also, I don't know if you've heard any of these stats kind of like about like finance and numbers, but some of them are scary. Like it's, most Americans I think would be crippled. I think the the, the sad, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was something like 80% of Americans would be crippled if they were hit with a unexpected $1,500 bill. Yeah. You know, and that's, I mean, really think about that. Like that's really, really scary, you know? And, you know, there's, there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, I don't think it's one reason or another. I, there's, of course, going to be someone who just got hit with a real bad, you know, string of bad luck. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you mentioned a couple things that I think that is very important, and I think it's the stuff that we ignore the most. It's what can I control? Mm-hmm. And obviously it's harder to explain that to younger people, and also older people, they, get, they start to understand it. But, you know, there are things you can control yeah. where it's, you know, where am I going to spend my money? Do I need to do this? Do Correct. I need yeah. to do that? And... You know, I, I think that we have a we have a, a problem of, you know, the buy now, pay later mentality, yeah. you know, and unfortunately, oh, yeah. a lot of us are really, really paying for it. Yeah. You want to talk about not like understanding things like not reading interest rates or what Correct, yeah. this is going to be like. I mean, this day and age, you should never have like a retail credit card. Yeah. You know, unless you're okay and you can mm-hmm. handle it but man mm-hmm. like if you have like a dillard's credit card or something like that that's like 25 percent, 28 percent interest i mean it's but but people don't know that they're like holy shit if i open this i get 10 percent off today yeah oh my god exactly right yeah. you know it's, it's yeah it, there's so many ways you can take your videos and like like that even that one question that you're asking mm-hmm. and relay it to 15, 20 different scenarios that i think are causing people's financial distress uh, no 100 percent. i think the average person Something like you know can't afford, you know they don't they don't have four hundred dollars in their savings account, and I think too like a lot of people you know think like hey I'm not doing well like listen if you have more than four hundred dollars in your savings account like you're doing better than like the average person right which is again to your point scary yeah um, yeah that shouldn't be yeah it should it should not, like, not to knock you know, anyone but that, exactly right you shouldn't be in the upper echelon of financial gain right now if you yeah. have four hundred dollars a hundred percent and keep in mind like you know I'm a landlord right so like I try to instill this in tenants right it, you know just like hey listen. Like, you know, I'm, I'm a landlord and I try to like, hey, I want you to leave buying a house. Like, that's the goal. So let's get you on a you know financial path, um, you know, 
some of them listen, some of them don't, you know, but a lot of times like, hey, listen, I'm not, you know, my the way that my paycheck is, I can't pay you to that. I'm just like, I there's just no way I could live that way. Right. Like we're yeah. like this paycheck is, is how I pay my mortgage, you know. So um, it, it is interesting. And I think it's it's going to continue to get interesting, you know, obviously, as you know, social media glorifies a lot of different things, vacations, different things like that. You know, we can all you know display this image, you know, online of, of what we want people to view us as. But, you know, when you really take a dive deeper into you know, what the finances actually look like, you know, what people are saving for and different things like that. You know, I, I think a lot of people would be really interested to see that those, you know, people who they look up to with these crazy lives, you know, may not have, you know, uh, money set aside, you know, for God forbid a, um, you know, a medical emergency. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that's, I mean, it is, it's scary. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's scary. And that's, you, know, you, you talk about like, I mean, kind of like what moves me or motivates me. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily that. Like I would say survival, but not in like the scary way. Yeah. Mine is not just mine, but it's my wife's and my kids. And I just, I I have a, I do have a kind of like a a panicky vibe, probably like two or three times a day Mm -hmm. where I'm like, ah, do I have enough here? Do Mm -hmm. I have enough here? And my answer is always going to be no. Yeah. And, you know, can I, can I put some more here? What if I sneak some more right here? Oh, but holy shit, how much is school going to cost when Cam's older? You know, Mm -hmm. it's, Mm it's, It's just something that I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I try not to let it consume me, but mm-hmm. I would rather have that than I never think about it at Correct. all. Yeah, and I right. think there's too many people that have that. Not a fault of theirs, but mm-hmm. a lot of it might just be kind of instilled. But like, can I ask you a question about yeah. your family? Yeah, of course. Uh, like, because my dad kind of beat this into my head. Yeah. Um, because my dad was a you know he grew up in Chicago, pretty poor. Uh-huh. Um, and then he got into the Rangers and then law school and then he. And then he, he kind of became obsessed with it, not in like a bad way, but he was just like, he made sure to align himself with the right money people. Mm-hmm. And he made sure that every single, you know, if, if, if he got paid X amount of dollars, 20% of it was going in a place where he wasn't going to spend it right away. Yeah. He just, I think just kind of trained himself and mm-hmm. then he kind of trained me as best he can mm-hmm. and the other kids to just be like, Hey man, you can't like you, you should, he was like, you should buy a house. Renting's yeah. stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you buy a house, mm-hmm. you know, get, get that and then save some money. And he's like, you may not like the way you do it. Yeah. I stayed, I bought my first house when I was 25. Okay. Nice. And I stayed with him for like a year and I didn't do anything. Yeah. It sucks. It did. Yeah. But I oh, needed yeah. that oh, down yeah. payment. Yeah, exactly. Right. I'm like, yeah. he's like, you need a down payment. Uh-huh. And you're out of your mind. Yeah. Like, I'm giving it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and so I was, you know, living at home and, you know, one paycheck, I would, you know, maybe go out once or twice and mm-hmm. car and insurance and mm-hmm. phone and the rest mm-hmm. was just set aside. So yeah. I wasn't having a real fun year, Yeah, but he's like, these are some of the things you got to do. Like, yeah. like, what was yours like? Yeah. So huh, funny, uh, funny you asked that story time here. So actually, uh, you know, I was adopted. Uh, I was adopted at 13 years old. My, uh, uh, my, you know, biological father, I met at my mother's funeral actually when I was, uh, uh 13. Yeah. So, you know, I, didn't really know him, um, you know, as far as financial literacy and stuff like that. Obviously, he didn't, you know, my biological father didn't really teach me anything. So uh, my adopted father, um, you know, and one of the hardest working people, you know, I know to today, right? Um, you know, just, I mean, wakes up, you know, three, four in the morning, you know, works uh, FedEx, just, I mean, just a, uh, just, <laughs> just a go-getter and somebody I look up to, right? But he always instilled in us, I don't want this for you. Right. I don't I don't want you to do this. I don't want you to have to wake up and do this and, and, you know, be reliant, you know, on, you know, essentially someone else for a paycheck. Right. So 
you know, and kind of instead, but didn't really give us, you know, the tools and how to do it just because, you know, again, like this is just all he knew was kind of, you know, just that hard work, you know, grind mentality. And that really got instilled in me because, you know, then I was, you know, able to go to college, you know, then I was able to, you know, go to Las Vegas. So I have that like, hey, I'm, I'm you know, going to be the hardest worker in the room, but also at the same point in time, I'm also going to figure out a way, you know, to, to do this, but smart. Right. Where, you know, maybe, OK, I'm not essentially breaking my back, you know, to, to do this. So um, as far as, you know, finances and stuff like that and kind of what he taught me, you know, taught me, hey, just you learn how to do it first. You know, and, I mean, it's it's I, I always say the analogy of, you know, if I install a toilet in Lakewood, it's the same thing as installing a toilet, a toilet in Euclid. Right. So, like, once you learn how to do it yourself, um, you know, you can do anything. That's and a big it, thing. Oh, yeah. That's it, you a know, real big thing. Oh, man. yeah. I mean, huge. And, and that's the thing. Like, it's so overlooked right now. And, and you know, that's one thing that he, you know, as kids, you don't you don't understand. Right. Like we, you know, did the roof. You know, we, you know, laid all the hardwood flooring. You're like, man, this like sucks. Like, I'll never want to, you know, but it's like I'm so grateful that, you know, I that, you know, he did that for us because it just put that like mindset mentality in my head. You know, that like, okay, I know how to do this and, and, you know, I can do it. And it's funny because like literally this morning, you know, I'm painting, I'm, you know, you know, doing drywall, I'm, you know, getting a, a unit ready. And then here I am in a, you know, not in a suit, but, you know, nice pants, nice shoes and whatnot going to show a house, you know. So I kind of wear a lot of different hats and without him, you know, that would have never, you know, got instilled in me well put so 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 tack on some like so, some money to what you just kind of described there mm-hmm. so if you are let's just say that uh so you talk about painting mm-hmm. and you know putting down a floor so throwing numbers out there it's not it but say the the the, the total you know product cost is say six hundred dollars yeah but now factor in labor if you have to have someone do that yeah exactly. that's where it really gets pricey 100 is that's like maybe that's like another fifteen hundred dollars so exactly. now you just went from six hundred dollars to twenty one hundred dollars yeah so people won't look at it that way they're like you spent six hundred dollars i'm like yeah but i didn't spend fifteen hundred <laughs> yeah, exactly. more dollars and that's what's going to help me like even though i'm spending money i'm saving money yeah but you're right you're right when you start doing things like, like especially when you have your own home or your own mm-hmm. things the more that you can do yourself, to me, with the exception of electrical stuff, I'm just not going to mess with. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I mean, yo, those are those are money savers being yes. able to. I mean, nowadays, I if you hire someone to paint any part of your house, I'm like, come on, man. You you can figure that out. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's I've painted every inch of this house. Y- yeah. You know, because I'm like, that's, that's something I don't have to pay someone to do. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's, you know, the big one is time versus money, right? Like, how yeah. much is your time worth? You know, and, and I think, you know, every single person is going to give you a different analogy, you know, on like, okay, you know, it's it, it's worth this, worth that. And, you know, especially going back to real estate, right? You know, investing in property. My first question I ask people, are you going to do it or are you going to hire somebody to do it? You know, I'd, I'd pick one or the other, you know, doing some sort of hybrid model is kind of tough, you know, unless you just like, hey, I'm going to pay somebody to do big projects and I'm going to do the small projects, you know, and, uh, you know, as far as understanding the value and the, and like, you know, okay, it costs, you know, you just have to really get good with numbers, right? So like carpet, $2 a square foot, you know, plus labor. All right. You understand that, right? Painting. A lot of this stuff is just so time consuming, you know, and as long as you set aside time and like the biggest thing is once you get there, just go at it. Like, don't look at your phone, you know, put a podcast in, you know, music and just 
go, 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 you know, for the most part, you can make it work. But, you know, keep in mind, I'm speaking as a 34 year old, you know, I have a girlfriend, but, you know, 34 year old male with with no kids. Right. So once you throw kids in and, and, you know, a wife and, and different things like that, you know, time is a whole different valuation for me. But as of right now, I do have the freedom because, yeah. you know, just perfect example last night, you know, just you know, time just speeds up. It seems like when I'm doing these, you know, rental, you know, things and didn't get over to my girlfriend's house till like nine 30 last night. And I tried to get over there at eight o'clock. So, you know, having a kid, <laughs> you know, I, I, I can only imagine, you know, what my life would look like. So it's, you know, it's easy for me to say, but I think like, you know, the biggest thing is, yeah, out. exactly. Right. But the biggest thing is just like time, you know, time versus money. Just understand like, you know, like I don't cut the grass anymore, right? Like I used to cut all my grass. It would take me like two, three hours. No, actually more than that, like five, six hours, you know, a day when I would cut it. And it, but now it's like, all right, I just I don't have the time for that anymore. So, just figuring out like honestly, how much is your time worth? And I think as you grow, right, like the more obviously money you're gonna make, the more you're gonna be able to delegate. Yeah. Um. You know, and and my like you know, 10 year goal, you know, is, this is actually going to sound crazy. Right. But my 10 year goal is I want to have about, you know, uh, 20,000, you know, a month in passive income. That's what I would like to make, but I want to free up more of my time, but I'm literally available 90% of the time. So what I literally am trying to do, I haven't really started yet, but this is going to sound crazy, but I want to hire a mini me. I know that sounds crazy, but I want to hire somebody who thinks like me, talks like me, essentially acts like me who can essentially just replace me and I can spend time with my kids. I can spend time with my family. I can spend time with, you know, just doing what I want to do. You know, if I want to, you know, take the kids and we want to go to, you know, LA or something along those lines, I can't. Right. So I want to find somebody who can, you know, essentially replace me and essentially worry about all the things that, you know, life gives you to worry about and me just spend time enjoying things, doing podcasts, you know, uh, starting hockey foundations, going to coach hockey teams, going, you know, to hockey trips and different things like that. Um, you know, so that's kind of like my crazy 10 year goal. Um, I don't think that's crazy. That's, and uh, that's a very similar thing to what my dad, my dad had his own law firm in downtown Akron. And, uh, you know, he did well. He did, Mm -hmm. he was a lawyer for 40 something years Mm -hmm. and he, you know, but his big thing was he's like, it's my firm. I make my hours. That's why he, my dad never missed a game. There you go. He That's was awesome. at my all my games, all my brother's games, all my sister's games. That's awesome. All my nephew's games. If he was still around, he'd be at all yeah. Cam stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's my biggest regret is I ain't never met Cam. Yeah. yeah. But I mean that. But my dad was he coached everybody in basketball. Everybody from That's my awesome. 54-year-old oh, – she's going to be pissed I said her age. My 54-year-old <laughs> sister down to my 16-year-old niece. He yeah. coached all of them at some point, and he always went to their games. And he said the same thing. He's like, I want to be successful. I am successful. I'll continue to be successful. But I also – I mean, what good is it sitting like with a really big bank account if I'm all by myself? I oh, want yeah. to be able to do – I want to go on vacation with my family. I want to be able to take them. I want to help them if they need help. Yeah, he's like that. I want to put myself in a spot to do that. No, that that's really cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, my dad's somewhere, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, you know, people are saying like ice hockey, right? There's not an ice rink in every single city, right? So like, it's no. it's and not only that, it's like really expensive sport too. So like, you know, as you get older, you realize like, oh my god, how much they sacrifice for me, right? And and you know, that's kind of carry a chip on my shoulder, and they you know obviously don't want anything back ever. Just want to you know see me successful and whatnot, but. You know, that's kind of what keeps me going is like just seeing how much my parents sacrifice for me. You know, my, 
you know, my mother when she was alive and my adoptive parents now, you know, and, and, you know, brothers and sisters, like how much they sacrifice for me. And I think like every single per you, you need to hold on to some sort of thing that just, I always ask people like, you know, what is that thing that like not only just gets you out of bed, but literally like makes you just want to be more successful than everybody else. And everybody has that mentality, right? Like, you know, again, that not everybody can do a podcast. Everybody can like, has that like switch, right? That, that just like, Hey, I just, I'm just so hungry. I want it. But I think like one thing to pinpoint is like, just what is that thing, that one thing that just gets you going that like, Hey, like it could, it could be anything. Right. But I just, you know, and figure that out and just don't lose sight of that. And, you know, just seeing how hard they worked and seeing the opportunities that I have, you know, in front of me, I mean, I wake up every single day, just like, what can I do today? You know, to, to, you know, a number one, get me closer to my goals, but be like influence other people. I, I just, I don't know. I just see so many people just going through the motions of life. Right. And, and we're just, we, we're just so powerful. Like the average person is just so powerful. Um, you know, I'll sometimes sit back, but like I literally just flew in an airplane, right. From like Ohio to Las Vegas in an airplane, we were 30,000 feet up. Like this was just a, an idea at one point. And then now, you know what I mean? And it's just like, and then you go to like Disney, right? Like yeah. Walt Disney. Oh like, and like, you hear, you know that story. Like he got turned away from like so many different things. And like so many people just get discouraged about things. You know, it's like, listen, there's, <laughs> you are so beyond capable of, of, you know, what you think you're capable of. And, and, and that's what I get excited about every single day. And I just love like when I'm asking people on the street, like tell me about your goals and they light up, you yeah. know? Um, you know, that's People like what, talking about themselves. Oh yeah. No, you know what, right? that person, I bet you probably no one's ever asked him that question. Yeah. You know, that that's a, and the people that are, that are interested in talking about and listening to that, because mm -hmm. a lot of times they're like, man, I really wish somebody would ask me about me. Yeah. You know, and that's, it's a weird thing to say, Yeah. but I think, I, I don't think that it's a bad thing. No. If you want to tell your story or you want to tell somebody, especially if you want to be like, maybe this will help somebody, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, people will go, I mean, I've had people on here, I mean, and they're like, this is my first podcast. I'm like, why? Yeah. How has no yeah. one talked to you yet? Yeah. I've had multiple people, people with hundreds of thousands of followers. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, so you've done this before? Like, no, I've never done a podcast. I'm like, that's <laughs> terrible. Yeah. I'm so sorry this is your first one. Yeah. Like, yeah. because it, it's just, you, you do too many cool things. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad people mm -hmm. follow, but it'd be cool to hear how you got there, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, there's a, and this, I mean, this city's no different than a lot of, so there's a lot of people here that do a lot of really, really cool things. I, I just talked to, I think I was telling you that the, the, the chef from Cordelia mm -hmm. and I don't know if you've been to Cordelia downtown. I, I haven't. It's, it's, I highly recommend it. Yeah. It's, it's, especially after talking to him because you walk in and you think it's kind of, it's a big place. It's yeah. where Lola used to be. Okay. You, you think it's like a big fancy, kind of like a fancy restaurant. It's a huge joint, mm -hmm. but they got like, you know, fried chicken. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, I was telling like, I got the fried chicken when I was there. This is some of the best fried chicken I ever in my life. Yeah. It reminded me of, cause I grew up in Akron, yeah. which is a big fried chicken place. He uh -huh. goes, our chef, did you get the Jojo's? I'm like, I did get the Jojo's, <laughs> which again is an Akron thing. Yeah, yeah. And he, th they essentially turned, like just Midwest food and to like to make it look fine dining and it's just really really good. Yeah. And it's when I think about like someone like that or some of these musicians that I've talked to, uh some of the comics that I know. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean comics have always been amazing to me because it's just you ever like seen like like a comic just 
like a, a famous comic. Like I've seen Chappelle live, you know, mm-hmm. like see them just kill mm-hmm. for, yeah. you know, an hour and a half, make mm-hmm. everyone laugh with everything they say and everyone hangs on every single word. There was a time where that guy was standing on stage and it was crickets. Oh yeah. Cause I've seen that comic oh, too. Yeah. 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 And you're, but that dude is just what you said. So many people give up on that. And he's mm-hmm. like, nah, this is what I want to do. Yeah. I mean, and to your point, like, yeah, people can really do some pretty incredible things. You know, I've talked to people that are sober for seven years after yeah. alcohol and drugs grabbed a hold of them for a decade, mm-hmm. and they still and they, they won't their life is not touching it anymore. It's just yeah. there's just too many cool things, and I think a lot of times, you know, people are like, "That's awesome," and I'm like, "I want to hear more about it, though. I don't want to hear. I'm glad you're here. I want to know how you got here." Yeah, and that's again when I saw your videos, I'm like, "That wasn't you didn't. No one thinks finance is funny. Yeah, exactly, you know, right? yeah. like you." It got to a place where you're like, this is a more interesting thing to you. And I'm not saying the other stuff's not, but mm-hmm. that's why I started watching your videos because I am interested in stuff like that. And I think a lot of people are. Yeah, no, I, I think a lot of people resonated. And, you know, it's really cool. Um, you know, people just, you know, it got a couple, hey, this is great. You know, keep these going or whatnot. So that's really cool to, to see. And, um, you know, as the videos continue to grow, right? I mean, anybody who knows me personally, like, I, you know, regardless of, you know, I, you know, 10 million views a you know a video i'm gonna be still be the same person i am right obviously it's easy to say right now right um you know but uh, you know i think too because i'm always fascinated right and i think everybody thinks like oh you need to be you know a professional athlete right in order to be interesting no i'm i'm you know interested i i love hearing about the family life right because again that's one thing that i would want to be someday you know and, and sometimes you know it's just you know, probably stupid, but, you know, go to Las Vegas and I'll see that like dad, you know, with multiple kids. Right. I want to like go and like talk to him be like, Hey, like, tell me about your day. You know, tell me like, I'm interested in this, right? Like, I, I know you may not think this is interesting, but like, this is interesting to me because I want to be in your position one day. I would love to have two or three kids and, and, you know, be taking them on vacations and whatnot. Like, how did you get here? Right. So I think a and lot of people dude would love that somebody would, he, and he's like, he's like, I've been on the the, the, the brink of insanity <laughs> yeah. for most of the day. <laughs> yeah. But then he would look at his kids and be like, and I don't think I'd do it any differently yeah. either, though. Yeah. Like, this is, I chose insanity and I live in it and I'm good with it. it and I hope the best, I hope, I hope, you, I hope for your insanity. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, exactly. And I think too, like, you know, I always tell people, like, just get out there and try it, right? Like, start a dad podcast, start, you know, whatever it is, just whatever you like to talk about, like, start something somebody will watch, right? I mean, I think TikTok, you know, YouTube, Instagram, and everything like that now has, like, glorified that people like want and need information right like literally just today like i just went on tiktok like hey how do i take a freezer door or how do i take a shelf out of a freezer right like just simple things like that um you know and when you start to document that type of stuff you know people will resonate and people will follow and then all of a sudden you build a following right i mean there's you said you just niche down and then you niche down again that's something that you talk about on social media right and just kind of figure out you know what people are looking for um you know, and I, my big, like I said, motivation was kind of, you know, my biggest thing, right? Like, and, you know, one thing I do kind of talk about that I think a lot of people don't want to hear and don't want to listen is like, yeah, in order to be, I think, successful in today's day and age, right? Everything's saturated, right? Like once something becomes successful, right? Everybody's going to try it, which there's nothing wrong with that, right? Because it's just, it's just how it is. But I think like what a lot of people sometimes forget though, too, is like how hard you actually have to work in order to be successful at like 
to be like really successful with something, right? Like, don't get me wrong. There's the one-off. Like somebody posted TikTok, it goes crazy, it goes crazy viral. Everything they just get followers out of that. But like, they don't talk about the ten thousand, hundred thousand people, you know, who are literally still getting two, three hundred views, you know, a video, and they have great content. Literally put out the same exact content that somebody put out, and they got fifteen million views on, right? Yeah. So it's it's that mindset and and that mentality, and like, you know, and I don't really talk about myself and I'm not like trying to boast about myself you know, or anything like that but like like I'm constantly thinking of things right like today I think I had like you know 10 chicken nuggets like yesterday I had a, a gyro like that's I don't eat right just and, it, and it's not like I like train myself not to eat it's just like I just get so busy and I just get so consumed with things that like I just like honestly like okay I don't have time because I'm going this 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 and this and like one thing I did really want to talk about it's just like and you could probably you know talk about this too it's just like don't be afraid like you can't give up but also at the same point in time like don't think it's just going to come naturally you know like Ooh. hey i'm hey i'm popular therefore like everything i do like everybody's just going to resonate that, that's not the case right like i have videos that like literally i think i got like i don't even know how many followers i have I, like 12 people like the video right like <laughs> like you know most people consider that like that's stupid right it's just nobody you know like that's not a big number at all but i don't hang on to that you know what i mean i'm always looking for the, the next thing right like how can i make my you know videos catchy and it's just more of a, like a knock on myself like all right my content just isn't you know relevant enough for you know the masses to hear yet um but i think just understanding like what comes with success and like you know kind of how hard <clears throat> you know you kind of have to work for it and, and like people don't understand like all right we're having this podcast but like what it took to get here you know what I mean? Like, like literally like what it took to get here. Like people don't like you probably researched and, and looked at the mics and, and looked at, you know, how to, you know, edit it, where to upload it. And that's time and, and energy and, and money. And you probably reached out to a bunch of people who told you no and a bunch of people who still constantly tell you no and different things like that. So, you know, I would love to kind of hear your perspective on like, hey, like and not only that, too, like just let's not forget about the mental health aspect of all of this. Right. Like where you're just like. Am I going anywhere with this? You know what I mean? Like, it, like no, it, no, you know, no, like and you literally valid. have to like it, it's all valid. And, and actually, I can even throw something else in there that you said probably about 15 minutes ago was that you needed a hobby. Yeah. Now, do I make money doing this? Yeah, I make some money. It's not anything that I'm not paying my bills doing it, <laughs> yeah. but it's also the thing that I do to not lose to break up kind of the monotony. Yeah. And it's something I generally enjoy doing. Yeah. I yeah. mean, this is not when I say this is not hard, it's because I don't view it as something that's difficult. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I get to meet new people in the city, mm -hmm. people that I've met here. I've become, I never thought I'd make a friend after 40. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought when I hit 40, I was like, everyone in my life, that's it. Whether yeah. I like them yeah, or not, right. I'm not going to meet anyone else. <laughs> yeah. I've made friends like friends, that like I, I I one of them I just hung out with on Sunday. Nice. You know I'm like, hey man, let's get breakfast. Mm -hmm. You know, let's yeah. and, and down there. Yeah. You just went down the down the down the street and, and had breakfast. I mean, people that my wife has become friends with yeah. because she sits in and she was like, oh, let's swap numbers because mm -hmm. I love yeah. what you do. Yeah. And you know my wife gets excited about a guest that comes over uh -huh. and then that. But I mean, it, it's the thing that like I can't. I need to have a couple things because I can't just work, eat. I love hanging out with my kid i do but i can't work eat hang out with the kid put him down get up work eat mm -hmm. hang out with my kid exactly, put him down. Yeah. you can't you can't do that you mm -hmm. know that's that's a that is at least for me you know that's not something i can do so like my wife and i 
both have things. Like my wife is is yoga. I've been in jujitsu for eight years, and I've done this for four. Nice. You know, it's just that's my kind of outlet to just kind of turn everything else off. Nice. Um, And yeah, but getting paid for it's awesome. Yeah. But you mentioned like starting a podcast and like quitting and all. Podcasting is no different. In fact, I at one point was trying to have a network of podcasts. Um, and it was, but I can't be on all of them. I just mm-hmm. can't. One, yeah. I didn't want to abandon this at all because I really liked it. Mm-hmm. And I like the format of just meeting and bullshitting with people. Yeah. So I had to recruit other people and none of them worked because <laughs> you, you mentioned just like, you know, like, like getting 12 views on something like that. Mm-hmm. Like someone will do a podcast, do four episodes and they're like, I don't understand how this hasn't blown up yet. I'm like, you got to build an audience, yeah. man. You have yeah. to like, yeah. the other thing you said was, yeah, I mean, it was kind of tough. I, I had to. Honestly, I kind of had to ask some friends to help me out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just dumb luck. I grew up with Andre Knott. Yeah. He agreed to come on the podcast nice. when I had nice. like 200 nice. followers. Yeah, nice. You know, and, and, and he came on and it was awesome. And mm-hmm. he's been on twice. Yeah. And then from that, I get other people. Like then, you know, you know, uh, once they saw Andre pop up, like, oh, shit, maybe yeah. this is a legit podcast. It, 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 yeah. It, it, <laughs> and now it's, I'm lucky because it's turned into now where, most of the time, someone will say either in the message and response, or they'll say when they meet me, is yeah, I know like three people that have been on, or mm-hmm. I follow a couple people that have been on, yeah. so they felt comfortable. But yeah, I mean, it's it wasn't always like that, and that's not to say that I don't get ghosted now because yeah. I do. <laughs> yeah, I've had people. I had somebody schedule a time, never show up, and I never heard from them again. Wow, that's great. Yeah. They're just like, oh, like Sunday at 4, like, you got it. 4, and then 5, and then 6, then Monday and Wednesday. I've never heard from that person again. That's crazy, yeah. You know, and some people just, they're not comfortable with it, which mm-hmm. I'm fine with. Mm-hmm. Some Most people just say, just don't respond, or they're like, mm-hmm. I'm just not comfortable. Yeah. Sorry, I don't I don't like the sound of my own voice mm-hmm. and all that, but at, at the end of the day, yeah, you, you do kind of, you got to kind of grind it out and... And kind of build, and I'm still building something, man. Yeah. I'm still trying to, you know. I have you know ads and promos with a couple of different places. I got a live show in like two weeks. Mm-hmm. It'll be my second live show of the year. It's, you know, and I'm I'm I've got shit booked for the next probably you know month and a half, That's which awesome. is great. Yeah, it's awesome, you know. But uh, I mean. This is the easy part of what yeah, we're doing yeah, right well, now. Exactly, right? You know, I mean, the logistics of finding and then, like, scheduling and getting it all oh, in yeah. and not disrupting this kid who's yeah. just, some days, it's just like, hey, Dad, today's going to suck. Yeah. FYI. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, but that's just, you know, anything that's kind of fun is going to suck a little bit. But exactly. at the end of the day, when you and I sit down and I hit play, mm-hmm. I mean, I thoroughly enjoy this. I don't that's know why awesome. anyone wouldn't want to do it. Yeah, no, it's it's and yeah, you talked about it behind the scenes stuff, right? Like, you know, people, you know, they see the okay, boom, you know, camera. I'm asking people, right? But it's it's you know, getting there, right? You know, psyching yourself up to go down. And like I said, the last one, it's funny because I thought about it, I'm like, man, I haven't filmed in Cleveland like just my own stuff since. I mean, I think it was like right before the Cavs went to the playoffs. So. Um, all my other stuff has been Las Vegas, Chicago, uh, you know, Boston. I mean, like, so I just constantly upload videos and like, you're like, all right, man, you're just uploading a minute video, but like, you know, it takes me about half hour, like 40 minutes to upload it to TikTok, to Instagram, to YouTube. That's, you know, each mm-hmm. day. Right. And like, mind you, I'm like doing a million different things where I got a hard stop. Like I can't just edit, come back to it, edit, come back, like hard stop, 40 minutes, upload it. And then you got to. You know, do certain things because certain you know apps like you know, um, oh, some are, captions. Some are terrible. And, and yeah, y- you know what I mean. And different things like that. And you, yeah, use you know, um, you know, different editing software. Some people like you know. So, yeah, it's it's 
it's just the the daily grind that some people, you know, kind of, they don't see, you know, and I kind of use that mindset mentality of my nieces and nephews are sitting right here, you know, regardless if I'm here, I'm at home by myself, right? It's, it's, you know, you can tell, you know, successful people, you know, with, you know, what they do when people are watching, you know, yeah. and I, I think that's so powerful. And again, I, I could post, you know, anything, right? And especially now with, with the AI, you know, stuff, you can change your face and all that stuff and, and you know. You can, you know, modify your body how you want to, but, you know, I think you could probably see it and I could tell who the, the hard workers are, you know, the people who aren't, yeah, you know, I don't say faking it, but you know what I mean? The people who are putting in the time, you know, the, no, I, and you know, I, I've seen it in a lot of different verticals, industries, mm -hmm. a lot on the creative side mm -hmm. for sure. But, uh. You know, the other thing that people don't talk about, and, and they don't talk about it because I don't think they, they're not supposed to know about it. Yeah, yeah. Is when you're doing something like this, you know, content is God. It's not mm -hmm. just good content, yeah. but you can't disappear for yeah. three months. Yeah. And then be like, hey, I'm back. Everyone's like, so? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, right. there's there's five million podcasts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally, right? yeah, I think yeah, five yeah. million. Oh, no, yeah, exactly, and, right. you know, at the point we were talking about it, most of them don't have more than 10 episodes. Mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. I know 10 people, mm -hmm. easily 10 people, probably more, mm -hmm. that started one and they're like, yeah, you can find it here. And I go there. I'm like, you haven't released them in like a year and a half. Mm -hmm. He goes, yeah. yeah, but those are up. Yeah, like, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, exactly, right. You know, yeah. it's it's you have to. And like, I have to. Like, this kind of mm -hmm. format, I can't take a couple of weeks off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't want to, but also it's, you know, people will move on. Yeah. So, you know, I want to make sure it's good content, but I have to be consistent with it, too. Yeah. Which is another thing I don't think people like as much. True, yeah. They don't and like I, that part. It, yeah, exactly. The consistency, right? And, and, like, a nugget that people need to hang on to is, like, you know, I think at least me, you know, right? Like, we all don't really know kind of what we're doing with social media, right? And then this uploading content. There, like, I don't think there's a particular exact formula, right? Like, okay, you upload at 3.07 p.m. on a Tuesday and I've you're looked. going to get a million views. Like, it, I, I don't know, right? Like, so the one thing that I think, like, that nugget that I think helps and should help people is... There's no stopping the video that I did, let's just call it a month ago, that I posted. All of a sudden, I wake up to a million views tomorrow, right? Like, there's no stopping that from happening. Like, and also, too, especially with, like, content, you don't know when that video is going to change your life. Like, that video, you're just like, oh, my God, it's nothing. Like, there's times where, like, I interview, like, I, you know, okay, like, that was a really cool answer, but I don't think I'm going to get anything at it. And then, like, boom, it ended up hitting a million, right? So, like, just hold on to the aspect of, like, you don't know when it's going to happen, yeah. But oh, when yeah. it happens, make sure you're ready for it. Um, and it's so important to, you know, understand that, too, that, like, it could happen at any time. It could happen at any moment. There's really no rhyme or reason. Um, no, there isn't. putting out content and keep, you know, you know, just, yeah, keep uploading. Hey, you know, hey, what's the, you know, best way to, you know, get content out there? Just upload the content it's funny I, I have looked i've looked at posts i'm like is there a, the best way to do it and like the the only thing that i can see is probably not it's it's I, there's like a political strategy where um you know if they have to release something that's embarrassing they do it friday afternoon okay um I don't know why, because I feel like more people have time on the weekends. Yeah, to see yeah, it. yeah, yeah. But apparently, statistically, okay, they pe people will. There's a, a higher likelihood that people will just bury it and f say they did that. That nah, sucks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, right, yeah. 
that's the only thing I've seen. Like if I post, but I don't know. I'd never really, I post once a week. Okay. I post once a week of my guest about the episode and then I promote throughout the week, usually on stories and the different platforms. But you know, maybe with AI, you'll start seeing more pictures of me, but right now no one wants to see that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I like that. But yeah, the, uh, I don't know, man, with all of it, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's a grind, but I just, I don't know. I guess if you like doing it, it doesn't feel like work. Yeah, you know, the editing part, that's just, you know, that's just the part for me that is just, it's, that's it's, tough. it's, it's tough, you yeah, know, just because, yeah, it's just, it's just time consuming and, and, but, you know, as far as the, the filming, and I think there's that, you know, nervousness before getting started, right? Like, is anybody going to talk to me, you know, especially like, you know, I'm on the street, right? Usually East Fourth or, you know, some public place, right? Yeah. So it's like, and then you get a couple, you get like one or two, and then you get going, you're like, all right, cool, I'm not going to stop, right? So, um, but I think the biggest thing... I'm surprised thing, that you say that like 70% of people say no. Oh, yeah. I think people... I thought people would be dying no. to get in video. No, I mean, honestly, I kid you not, Las Vegas, I, if I asked 100 people, I think probably four to five, I, I, I that's not an exaggerated number. So, you know, you, you go to a major city where just so much stuff is in your face. Las Vegas, literally, they're in your pockets as soon as you land, right? Yeah. There's literally, you know, uh, slot machines in the, in the airport, right? Like, so like they're trying to get you to spend as much money as possible, right? Everywhere. You know, everything's an upsell, right? So now I'm just literally just a guy on the street. You know, they don't know I'm from Cleveland. They don't know I, you know, I, you know, do, you know, street interviews. Just like, hey, just some random guy trying to stop to me and talk to me. Not only that, they also think I'm trying to get money out of them too, right? They're like, hey, well, how much is it going to cost? It doesn't cost any, you know, it doesn't cost anything, right? That's so, true. I guess maybe they're like, oh God, am I going to get embarrassed? It, it, okay, it, I guess it, I can it, see it, that. Exactly. Yeah. And then there's the aspect of like, mind you, like, you know, I say, hey, it's mindset, motivation, and like, you know, sometimes it eases them. But like, yeah, you look at some of these, I mean, a lot of these, you know, you know, content creators now, they're getting in trouble because of how they're editing these videos, right? Like somebody will say mm-hmm. like a clip to something and they'll clip it on something else and, and just for the views, you know, and, you know, usually the ones like, you know, hey, would you ever, you know, cheat on your boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. They say no, but they take a snippet of what they said before and yeah. put that on like, oh yeah, I would, but you know what I mean? So yeah. And it looks like a fight causes with yeah, the couple, yeah, which yeah, that's yeah, not what it was. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So I think I've um, seen that one too. Yeah. Yeah. I've oh, seen yeah, some man. version of that. I saw one, uh, I've been seeing, it's funny, it's dumb, and it's very inaccurate, but it's funny because it's a kid doing it. This kid's probably, he can't be more than 13 years old, (laughs) and I've been following him like for maybe a week. Um, He posted, he's really into, he's just like, I don't understand why anyone goes to school, I don't know anyone works, it's stupid. And all the comments are like, because you need food and shelter, you dumb kid. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then people obviously are like, he's a kid. Stop stop attacking the kid. Yeah, exactly. But he posted one. Um, It was, uh, I'll just send you the video when I had, because it it is funny. Because I was watching, it was like one of those, I was watching it like late night. It was one of those nights where I just really couldn't sleep. And I'm just kind of just laying there. And I ended up just watching TV. And I found this reel. And it's this kid's like, uh, Here's a way to make an additional $36,000 a year. You go on Amazon and you buy this and you find people in a parking lot that uh, have these dirty headlights that have these kind. And you say, hey, if you give me $10, I'll clean your headlights. And they're always going to say yes. You do that six times a day for a year. You got $36,000. And like, I was like, I can't. This is this is borderline dangerous. Yeah. Like you don't walk up to people in a parking lot and say, Hey, you want me to clean your dirty ass yeah, car? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah. then also I'm like, also 
like seven sixty times seven, that doesn't that's not thirty six. Yeah, it's like yeah, twenty one thousand. Yeah, 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 exactly. But right. I was like, whatever, it's a kid. And then, but you were talking about stealing content. The first five comments I saw were like, you stole this content. Like, uh, uh, people yeah. are regurgitating it, yeah. the same thing, and mm-hmm. uh, that's a uh, yeah, that's a. And those guys get they actually like depending on the size of them they'll get really litigious like they will yeah. they go after each other a lot it's yeah wild yeah you, you know and it's it's interesting where content is is going right and and I you know, I I really think we're in the infancy stages of it and oh, yeah. you know I think you know as advertisers you know kind of really start to figure out like oh my god this creator has you know, a hundred thousand followers, but they're very, very, very targeted. 90% of them are targeted in this specific location, right? They're going to realize like, Oh my God, like, why are we spending money on, you know, commercials? Why don't we just pay this person, you know, to do, I'm surprised that hasn't, I'm surprised that's not more now. You know what I I mean? I mean, I think, I think we're going to start to see it. I, you know, I really do. You know, I, I mean, I haven't really been approached with too, too many things, you know, some stuff, um, you know, I've done before, um, you know, but nothing, you know, crazy yet, but, I think we are going to start to see that. And I think we're going to start to see this shift, you know, in just how advertisers advertise, right? I mean, you know, I think the biggest thing is like getting a following, right? And once you, you know, establish that following and then just figuring out that balance of, okay, you know, uh, I'm not just pushing now like products, right? Like I still have to give my followers the content that they want on top of pushing that. And I think, you know, that's why I think I'm at a little bit of an advantage is because, you know, there's nothing stopping me from saying, you know, okay, you know, would you rather have $500,000 right now or $1,000 a week? You know, okay, perfect. Well, guess what? Here's how you can, you know, save your money, download, you know, Robinhood. And I can segue into that stuff pretty easily versus like if I was doing pranks, right? That's like, an app. It's not a location-based yeah, yeah. service. I mean, it's an app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I was doing a prank, yeah, 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 download right? the spyware. Yeah, 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 exactly, right? Like all of a sudden I'm like the prankster of Cleveland, right? Yeah. And all like, hey, this video is sponsored by you know, Robinhood or whatever, like it's, so it, it's hard. So, you know, that's why I'm excited, you know, for the future because, you know, I'm looking to do that. And also too, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited in, and this is why I just wake up every single day excited because, you know, a lot of people are like, I, I'm not, it's not so much the fame, right? Like, it's not like, Oh my God, you're looking to be famous. Not so much that influence. I want to be able to influence other people. I want to be like, Hey, listen, let's all meet at Edgewater at 10 AM, bring something, you know, bring a, a, a grocery bag and or you know some sort of you know trash bag and we could clean up Edgewater and I could get 500 people to show up like that's what I'm chasing after I want to you know hey I can go to you know Bib and be like hey I want to build three um, synthetic ice rinks here so essentially it's like a year-round ice rink like I want to do that Chase said they're going to back me because you know again Chase you know whoever they follow me they like my content that's what I'm chasing after um and, and that's why I get so excited. And that's why, like, every single day, I, like, I have to constantly do stuff. And that's why I really watch, like, the stuff that I put out and the stuff that I, you know, do. And that's why I stay away from that stuff. If you notice, like, I went out, you know, at night on Saturday. But I don't go out at night, you know, because I don't like the type of content that I get when I go out at night. You know, people are drunk. They say things. Those that, people like, will talk to you. Yeah, it, yeah. exactly. Yeah, right? Like, it, you It's know, sad because they will talk it, to yeah. you, but you don't want them to talk to you. <laughs> exactly. You know, <laughs> so it's just tough. And I apologize. I may have to, you know, uh, you know uh, wrap it here soon. But, no, good, you man. know, but, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you know, I get excited, you know, about just the future of content for all content creators, right? It, just because, I mean, you know, from podcasting to, 
you know, just man on the street stuff too. And, and I think too, Mr. B, you know, I'm a big component of Mr. Beast. I love, you know, Mr. Beast. I love what he's doing. I mean, that's just the whole, you know, giving away money. And obviously, you know, you, you can look at it two different ways, right? He's exploiting people, but also at the same point in time, like when you also gave somebody $10,000, 100000 you know, whatever it is, like it's life-changing money. But, um, you know, from the content, you know, creator side of it, I, I'd like to see people growing. I'd love to see, especially Cleveland content creators, right? Like, you know, somebody could be like, hey, like, like, you see this guy, he's asking people what motivates you on the street in Cleveland, like, go go for it, right? Like, <laughs> listen, competition, collaboration, not competition, right? I mean, you there's know, room there's room for everybody. Yeah, 100%. And there's a reason why you go to LA, right? Like, all of these big content creators are collabing with each other. They're not, you know, putting each other down. I think, you know, there are some who just like, I'm just going to go up on my own. But like, I listen, I encourage it because guess what? It makes me want to work a little harder anyway, yeah. right? You know, it's somebody's outshining me. I mean, there's some videos that I saw today that was like, okay, all right, well, I need to be doing something a little bit more, you know, because, you know, that person is doing something and I want to get to that level and be able to, you know, collab with them so yeah i'm i'm excited for the future you know um and i i you know and also can't you know thank you just humbled enough for you to even consider me you know to, oh, no, to, no. The, the, you, you know you, to come you, on this you, you fit know. the mold of everybody else that's been on here i like anyone that's doing cool things that's that that i mean that i'm you know generally a fan of you yeah. know I, I i do like i you know it, i think when people see me have like a musician on it makes mm -hmm. sense but like i've i've had plenty of other mm -hmm. creators and podcasts on here because yeah. What do I care? Yeah, I, yeah, I want to. Exactly, right? I want to hear your podcast story. I want to hear yeah. your creator story. Yeah. And I do like your videos a lot. I mean, I that, that's that. that's no, no, that's I no bullshit. That like I reached out because I saw them. I was like, I like these, and I like, I like anything that is pushing toward something like that to be more conscious of finance and things like that. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm seeing that more states are actually making that a high school requirement, which I am I so great, in yeah. favor of. Oh yeah, because high school to college, if you make that jump. That's where that shit really starts yeah. falling apart. So oh, yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. But uh, no, nah, man. No, no thanks necessary. I'm, I'm glad you were able to come. I'm glad we were able to make it work. So yeah. No, you know, just of course going to another you know real estate appointment. All here. good, man. Uh, but well, uh, I'll wrap it. Where, yeah, where can everybody find your stuff? Yeah. So it just every on every single platform. Darian R. Thomas. That's a D A R I N. R and then T H O M A S. So Darren R. Thomas. And that's, you know, I, the only thing I don't have is Twitter. So Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook, YouTube. Um, you, you know, and also too, you know, I, I can't speak for every single creator, but you know, there have been times when people like, Hey man, like this stuff really helps. Like I encourage people, man, if, if you do watch something and it, and it does help you like, let that person know, you know, I mean, I, you know, and I'm, I'm shooting for the stars, right. I'll, you know, message LeBron, but like, Hey man, I'd love to, you know, I actually, it's a funny story real quick. I saw LeBron, <laughs> LeBron was, uh, I was filming Saturday night, right. So I was filming Saturday night, East 4th. So uh, I lived downtown and I went over to this restaurant um, and, you know, I, I talked to some of the guys who I know who work there. They're like, hey, by the way, LeBron's here. I'm like, what? LeBron's here? You know, like Cleveland, you know, he lives in L.A. So anyway, I like, you know, kind of finesse, finagle my way and, you know, long story short, I saw him coming out like whatever time he came out at and I, and I wanted to ask him, but now I got, I kind of have a fire in me that I, I have to somehow interview LeBron. I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how I can make that happen, but like, that's like my ultimate goal. Cause that's just somebody who I look up to, you know yeah. I mean? Just what he's, what he's done. But yeah, I just, and it goes back to like, I wasn't even gonna go out that night. You know, like I literally wasn't literally, I almost had the opportunity, the, the interview of a lifetime. And I almost didn't even go out that night, you know? So it's just like, just, 
you know, when in doubt, man, just just go for it. You know, say no or say no. Yeah, say yes and, and just try it out and, and just, you know, what's the worst that could happen? You're in the same position that you were before. I'm a big component of that, you know. Well, no, I'll tell you two funny wasted. stories about LeBron after yeah. we wrap as yeah. we're packing up uh, yeah. that I think you'll enjoy. They're, they're really, really funny. <laughs> but, yeah, thank you so much for coming. Oh, I do thanks appreciate for having it. Everybody me. make sure you're following Darren. Uh, keep checking out the Guiltless Podcast. Um, hopefully I'll see you guys at the live show, but by the time this comes out, the live show will already happen. So uh, that's it. Thanks again, bud. Hey, thank you, man. Thank you, thank you.